0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Laugh Out Loud with Lisa. It's episode 10, double digits. So it's like a milestone. And who better to have on my 10th episode than a man that needs no introduction? But I'll give you an introduction anyway. <laughs> we all came to know and love him as part of one of those most successful boy bands of all time, Backstreet Boys just kidding, in sync, <laughs> and also the host of his own radio show, Dirty Pop, and his own podcast, The Lance Bass Show, and of course, from the Netflix show, The Circle, where I played him. I'm talking about Lance Bass.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Hello. How, how are you? You're giving it to me right off the bat, aren't you? I am. Well, the <laughs> question. Yes.
0: Um, well, first of all, thank you.
1: For doing of course. Podcast. I mean, it's episode 10. This is like you said, a milestone. It is. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. No. Thank you. Um, So, I've been your assistant, obviously, for over 15 years, and we've been asked a lot of questions. So, I thought it might be a good opportunity for us to answer them all in one place. Mm-hmm. So, whenever anyone asks us the same questions over and over again, I can say, listen, to episode 10. <laughs>
1: there you go. Perfect. Oh, and just a little thing, because everyone's asking, and the Lance Bash show is coming back. Right now, it's just, we're, we're finding such a hard time to bring bring it back because now that the pandemic is lifting, yes. all the shows that we've been working on for the last two years that were on hold are now all going at the same time. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, we will not be podcasting anytime soon, but hopefully one day we'll be able yes. to bring it back When the kids come, I have a feeling I'm going to have way more time oh, yeah. to jump into a studio mm-hmm. and do that.
0: And you can always come online. You okay. know what I mean? You or I'll just treat, come on. You here. can treat this. Maybe as, I'll just start being
1: one of those people that start a parenting podcast. I mean,
0: why not? Well, because it's brand new to you. It's mm. two men yeah. raising
1: kids. You know what people think like, what do you know about parenting? You're just a new parent.
0: But that's the journey. I want to know. You know mm. what I mean? Like the
1: Dodge is, journey.
0: The, yes. The, the car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, one question, you know, you always get asked, how did you get discovered? For sync.
1: How I got discovered with NSYNC. Uh, fun story. Well, uh, I was in a group in Mississippi called Mississippi Showstoppers, and yes. it was a show choir, but we worked at the Agriculture Museum. <laughs> and it was kids from like age seven to 14. Yes. And uh, all these kids in Mississippi would audition, and you'd get into this group called Mississippi Showstoppers, and you basically would go around to festivals and you would perform these shows that included most of the music would be like Mississippi artists. So you would, you go to Washington DC or New York city Mm -hmm. and and you would do like Mississippi in the park in DC and you would perform, you know, it it was cheesy as hell, but uh, that vocal coach uh, Bob Westbrook um, Mm -hmm. rest in peace. He unfortunately passed away the last few years. Um, He is from Germantown, Tennessee, and that's where Justin Timberlake is from. Oh. So he would come down to Mississippi from Germantown to uh, to give us our voice lessons, you know, mm-hmm. get the show ready. And then I joined a little group called Seven Card Stud. I, I right. I had my first boy band uh, <laughs> called Seven Card Stud. And yes, there were seven of us and we were not studs, uh, <laughs> but we would go around and compete at, you know, state fairs and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. But Bob Westbrook, again, was our vocal coach for that. So when the guys put themselves together in Orlando, they were looking for a bass singer. Mm -hmm. And at that point, my voice had really changed quickly. And I was a true bass Mm -hmm. at such a young age. Um, And so when Justin called him and said, hey, you know, do you have anyone, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: a teenager that is a bass that Mm -hmm. could work for a group like this? And Bob said, yeah, Lance Bass, but his mother would never let him do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which was half true. Um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, that's how I was introduced uh to Justin and the guys. Oh, thank you, Bob Westbrook. Bob Westbrook.
0: Yes. Um, when did you were what was the moment you realized InSync was a success?
1: Oh, I mean, it was weird because within sync you would think it it seems like it was an overnight thing, mm-hmm. but for us it was not. No, uh, sure there was all these different milestones Mm -hmm. that you would hit and you're like, Oh, okay. And then it just kind of got bigger and bigger. You know, the first two years we, well, I guess the first three years we were together Mm -hmm. um, we didn't have an American label at all. So we didn't do much in America. The first year we were just trying to get a record deal in Orlando. Mm -hmm. Then we went to Germany for two years and kind of, you know, started our, uh our group there and, yeah. and kind of testing out different types of music and what really worked and what didn't thank god mm-hmm. we got to try that out in germany first yes. because there was a lot of things i would be real embarrassed to release here <laughs> in america <laughs> i mean we 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 did some techno songs yeah right so well, it was yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so i'm kind of glad that happened so yeah the first three years it didn't feel like we made it at all because mm-hmm. yeah we might be the biggest band in germany and austria and switzerland but we didn't know the shows there you know know, it wasn't exciting to go on their jay leno or all that type of (laughs) stuff so we didn't know what it was um so it wasn't until we came to america uh and you would do the shows that you were familiar with before Mm -hmm. And, and that's when i i i thought okay like we're actually we're making it now and and i guess the the one thing that i remember of being like okay we've made it mm-hmm. is when we did the Rosie O'Donnell I show. I knew
0: I was, I could have answered this. Yeah,
1: cause I just, for, you know, for a long time, we just never did the Rosie O'Donnell show and, you know, we would do all the other ones, but mm-hmm. finally, when she asked us to come on, cause it was the biggest show yeah. on television. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I knew I'm like, oh my gosh, if Rosie knows us, <laughs> then the world knows
0: us. But had you done P- uh, TRL at this point? Oh yeah.
1: We were staples on TRL. We'd even done the tonight show. But it was Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, but it was me. yeah, it was Rosie.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that show. I miss it. Yeah, that was a great show. Mm-hmm. And what was the moment you realized you were famous? Like, what was the moment where you were like, "Oh my God, people know who I am
1: uh, here in America"? Uh, Let's say in America. In America. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know if I would consider me famous at, at <laughs> this time, but it was crazy when people knew my name, right, and and wanted to take pictures and yeah. my first autographs. And that was the Pleasure Island show that we did Uh Um, after only a few weeks of being together. We put together this showcase, you know, (laughs) and you put as a musician, you put a showcase together Mm -hmm. and the record labels watch it and then they decide if they want to sign you. So we did this showcase video where we used uh, Mickey Mouse Club fans. You oh, know, of course, at the beginning, you know, all our fans are Mickey Mouse Club fans because of JC and Justin. And man, they're so incredible. I mean, yeah. uh, so passionate about this new group that mm-hmm. they had no idea about really yet. They haven't heard us do anything, uh-huh. uh, but they showed up for us at Pleasure Island. And you know, I mean, it was just so much fun. And that was the first time that I signed an autograph.
0: Oh, that's so cool. What did you open with? I need
1: love. Uh, no, that was, <laughs> we didn't record that until way later.
0: <laughs> or riddle.
1: Did you record that? <laughs> yeah, don't go search that. Go
0: search <laughs> I that. love that. Okay, I already know this answer, but you always do get asked this. What is your favorite in
1: sync song? Uh, it makes me ill. Yes. Yeah, that or tearing at my heart, but uh, it makes me ill. Just I, don't know, I just love it. It's just a fun. It, it it was different for us, yeah. And I and I felt like that was the direction that we were kind of going. You
0: were headed in that one direction. We we're going in one direction.
1: Now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I had to do it. Um. And what's your favorite dancing video?
1: Hmm. I don't
0: think I know that. I don't know this
1: actually. Well, it, it the, there's two different questions. What was my favorite one to shoot, and which one was my favorite video? Right? Okay.
0: So what what are they?
1: Uh. They uh, (laughs) well okay yeah so pop was my least favorite to shoot why it was just tiring um you know looking back they worked us way too hard well yeah I mean they they really did I mean we were children yeah they they really worked us too hard (laughs) um and I don't you know and I think we would have lasted a lot longer if we weren't worked so hard and this Mm. was a definitely a good example of of it just not being fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we had just gotten off rehearsals for the new uh, stadium tour that we were about to launch. We had mm-hmm. just recorded an album. We hadn't even released it yet. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we did Bye 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 already, which that would be my favorite video, I think. It's just, I just love that video. It's yeah, no, so it's fun. a great, yeah, great video. Just uh-huh. really fun. And then the next one was Pop. So we had to fly from New Orleans. Joey's injured. Um and we get to LA and we have to go straight to set and oh. we're working with Wayne Isham who is an incredible director but just known for being a bulldog yeah <laughs>
0: um,
1: and just not giving a shit like like you are, I'm gonna work you to death oh. um and so it was supposed to be you know a 24 hour shoot that turned into like two days oh. and it was just such a huge video right wow. um, and. And they wanted us there early so we could just start, you know, Mm -hmm. doing this. But in the video, you see there's all these vignettes. Like everyone has their own
0: vignette.
1: Yeah. And I just kept telling Johnny Wright, I'm like, can we just go to the hotel and sleep for like three hours? Just, you know, we just need some Mm -hmm. rest. Yeah. No, no, we can't do that. In fact, making the videos here, everyone has a camera. You have to like be, (laughs) you have to basically be filming this whole thing by yourself. Like you're shooting the camera for making the video. And then we have press on top of that and photo shoots on top of that. And I'm tired. And I was just like, I'm just it was like, we're just so tired. And then I had to sit on, in my trailer mm-hmm. uh, and doing, making the video for hours oh, I bet. before I even did my first scene. I'm talking about like 12 hours later.
0: Oh my god! And I'm
1: like, so we could have gone to the hotel <laughs> right. to actually have a little nap and they just didn't care. Right. Like, they just did not care. Cause you were a machine. In fact, they looked at me like, why would you be complaining?
0: yeah no, because uh, that's a lot what were you when 20s early 20s at I mean, that I point was,
1: i don't know how old i was that was right? so i was 21.
0: yeah i mean that's that's a lot for yeah. a 20 i i wouldn't have wanted to do that mm-hmm. when i was 21 yeah. um or they should have put like beds in their trailers yeah right you know but
1: even if they had beds in the trailer we didn't have time to sleep in them because you're constantly being oh yeah because
0: and you had to film film mm-hmm. your experience yeah Oh God, yeah, that sounds like a lot. And what was your favorite performance you did?
1: Oh, well, I mean, probably the Super Bowl halftime show, yeah. just because of Aerosmith. You know, Aerosmith is my favorite band. I uh, and and just to be able to share a stage with them at yeah. the freaking Super Bowl because I'm a huge football fan. Yes, um, it just all kind of came together for me that day. Yeah, <laughs> it is, yeah, that was that was a special day.
0: I just really find it fascinating how fast they can tear up tear down and put up that mm-hmm. stage yeah i mean it's it's what like probably under 40 minutes
1: oh yeah i would well, think i mean way under 40 minutes yeah i don't even know how
0: long halftime is
1: i mean halftime shows like a <laughs> 10 minute show
0: but i mean how long is halftime like the whole halftime not
1: 40 minutes like 20 minutes that's incredible yeah
0: but you guys probably didn't get to see that like because oh you, i, I did see.
1: because we were running through it as it was happening.
0: As they were like st- setting yeah, up and set tearing the stage, it down. Yeah. And
1: all the fans come running out.
0: Oh, like, that, um, no, that was, that was incredible. Um, okay. So now um, we want, people would like to know uh, what, so that's for me, what does being your stis- assistant entail?
1: <laughs>
0: <What does laughs> but what do you think it entails? I guess would be a good...
1: Just a lot of the crap work that no one ever wants to be bothered (laughs) with that takes up all your freaking time.
0: See, and I like that.
1: See, good for you (laughs) because I've (laughs) been sitting on a, a... Sitting on a call with American Airlines for two hours, waiting for someone to change a ticket, is ridiculous. Yeah, that that um, is not not a
0: fun part of my job. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just
1: like, it's just it's just a waste of time. And I'm sorry, time is money. It is. You know, if I'm if I'm too busy doing errands over here, um, then I'm not making money for my company.
0: Yes, no, it's true. But uh, if I got paid for all the hours I've sat on hold or in a line for work, I'd be a millionaire. I can retire. Yeah. It's just, it's silly. Mm-hmm. So you think that's what my job entails. Well, I, I mean, sitting on holes.
1: well, no, I mean, but you're, you can, you basically are the gatekeeper for my life. Uh, you know, you're the one that has to bridge my personal life and my business life together.
0: And soon your kid life.
1: And soon my, well, yeah, my personal <laughs> life. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we have great people that are, you know, helping us, you know, run, yes. but you are the gatekeeper on, especially the schedule. I mean the schedule is the most important part. That is tough. And uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't even know my schedule until the day of and I have to like go over it with you 50 times a day because yes. I can't remember shit. Like today
0: I said you had a call at 9
1: 30. It was actually at 10 and, and I actually knew it was 10. I was very like, impressed with it. Myself. 10,
0: and I'm like, oh yeah, it's early. Because you had a really early call today that you And all
1: gonna... I have to do is look at my calendar and it says it right there. But like I, I just sometimes forget to even look at my calendar. I
0: just say I'm a human calendar slash alarm clock. Not that I wake you up for, for the day, but like to remind you to do things. Yeah, I'm like 10 minutes, five minutes. And the
1: main thing is like deliverables, you know, uh, yes. you know, a lot of the times, you know, I'll have to record this for someone or get a, mm-hmm. you know, post an Instagram for this and all this. And you have to be the one to make sure that I deliver for some of these sponsors that I do, you know, cause if yes. I miss that, then it's horrible.
0: And then you don't get paid yeah. and then nobody's working. No. Um, what is what is one of your favorite memories of working together?
1: Um, we've had a lot of great I know. (laughs) We've done some really fun trips. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially like in my single-ish days yeah oh gosh it was really fun yeah we we were wild (laughs) new york just Uh, your
0: whole hairspray yeah i think my
1: favorite moments (laughs) with you would probably be new york when we were doing hairspray when Um, we were young yeah we were young and fish out of water and really it was the first time i had lived in new york so we were i was like falling in love with the city yeah um and then right after that being able to end it with australia that That was, was fun that was really fun and that was just strictly vacation which was
0: yes when they made us bury the um ambien yes yes that was i mean we're like it's a party why would we take an ambien
1: no no pills going no
0: pills so they literally made you dig a hole by you know in in this like grassy area Mm -hmm. and i mean just pray that your pills were there and they were and you you actually remembered
1: yeah where the pills Because we had just gotten off the plane or something. So we had like our stuff with us. I don't know why we had all of our yeah. medical stuff with us. I
0: think because I just carried it around yeah. for some reason. But yeah, that was... That yeah, was
1: Australians point. very trusting, I have to say. Because uh yeah, you could have picked any tree and dug up whatever you wanted, but they didn't.
0: Oh, somebody could have gotten lucky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like a bunch, a bunch of different pills. I know I'm trying to think of some of my favorite memories, but there's so many. I mean, how do you even like think that far back and you're, I don't know. There's yeah. some St. Huh. Martin was fun. Remember when we oh, went yeah. there? St. Martin's
1: great. Just, That's why I want to organize my pictures one day, because the only way I remember stuff is just to have a picture of it. Right? I know it's hard. Um, And I would love to figure out a way to organize all my pictures so I could get to them very easily and be like, oh, let's look up St. Martin. Boom. There it is. All, you know, there are
0: services that do that. Yeah. Yes. Because I remember one time I had to digitalize a lot of your photos. I mean, it took me like 10 weeks because yeah. you have so many so photos mm-hmm. and they're on CDs, but we need to get them like, well,
1: what the- I want to do, I wish there was a program, which I'm sure there is that you can just basically put all of your cloud pictures into, right. Mm-hmm. And then every day you take 30 minutes yeah, and it, it shows you a picture and you decide if you want to delete it or put it in a folder. Oh yeah. And then you just keep going through everything, delete, mm-hmm. delete, or folder, folder. And then by the end of, I don't know how many months that would take, but uh-huh. you would have everything organized.
0: I also wish I could write like a little description, like mm-hmm. a caption, yeah. this, like what, oh, exactly. what it was. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, Cause yeah. I mean, so many times I look at pictures, i like, where is that? When was that? Who no is idea? that? Yeah. Like, there's a lot and of it's pictures. sad that now I don't know who people are. And I'm, I'm yeah. usually so good at recognizing people, mm-hmm. especially if you have moments with them. Like mm-hmm. if you have a picture partying with someone. And you're like, oh, that seems like they were fun to be with. But I don't know who this is.
0: I know. And you're like, wait, like, I will never forget when my mom was like, remember when you met Bill Cosby? And I was like, no, I I literally have no recollection. That could be a bad thing Mm. with Bill Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, how did you and Michael meet?
1: Michael and I met in Palm Springs. Uh, we were both at a friend's birthday party and I didn't even see him at the birthday party actually, mm-hmm. but we had the same circle of friends, but mm-hmm. I'd never met him before.
0: That's uh, so weird. I know
1: it's very strange and especially strange because we have two pictures together from two different Halloween parties on different days, just a couple months before we get back. Yeah. Uh, same what, year, same year. Oh okay. yeah. Just two months. Yeah. Uh-huh. One day after the, two different pictures. I mean, one, I have my arm around him, right? Like taking a picture (laughs) and no one introduced us really. Like, I don't remember anyone telling me his name or Uh like who this guy is. Again, he was in Halloween costume. So like I wouldn't have recognized Charlie outside. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it was was when I was going home to LA the next day and I went to the birthday boy's house that he was renting to say bye. And people were, you know, by the pool. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Michael was there in the jacuzzi. I like oh who is this cutie and they just had the best conversation and i was only there for maybe 30 minutes but uh but we just had a, yeah and then on on my <laughs> car ride back i was driving back to la and uh and i got a facebook poke <laughs> <laughs>
0: i think that's so weird because he doesn't even seem the poking type, no at all you and know? i
1: i've never used the poke before i, I knew either. what it was but i got a facebook poke um because you know we had friends mm-hmm. of friends And, uh, he was like, you know, nice to meet you, you know, let's Mm -hmm. hang soon. And I was like, "Ah, okay. But I didn't know if it was romantic or not. And I really was so attracted to him that, you know, we became friends and I felt okay. And we spent every day together for a good month and a half before Mm -hmm. we took it romantic. Yeah. Um, because I was,
0: but that's the best way.
1: I I mean, it it ended up being the best way, but I was trying to become such a good friend with him that I couldn't look at him that way anymore. Like okay. I want to become best friends mm-hmm. so that I couldn't even look at him sexually. Like, Oh, why? Me. Because I didn't think he liked me and I oh, was true. really attracted to him. So I'm like, oh, okay. All I got to right. get into like best friend mode.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. friends all. Yes. And you did have a lot of
1: duds. I mean, I've had a few. <laughs> They've all taught me something, but
0: you know. Um, I wonder how it would be different today. If more social media would have been in play. Like if you guys would have met sooner. Or notice each other sooner.
1: Uh, like if the social media was huge then. Like if there yeah. was
0: Instagram. Or like. Probably. Like I just wonder had you not met him there. If you would have met him eventually.
1: I mean eventually of course. Because literally his best friends. I know. Were my best friends.
0: But that's crazy. How long had he been around that A year. Time? Okay so it hadn't been all that long. Yeah
1: but in a year. You well, know yes, you think you're going to run into someone. When they're hanging out with your best friends.
0: Yeah that is weird. Uh huh. They that. kept
1: us apart. Mm-hmm. Did they they did not want this. Yeah, I think so. I don't <laughs> think they night. wanted us together. I have no idea. But you have to understand, he was 20, well, 23 when I met, 24. He was turning 24 when I met him. Oh yeah, that's so He was a baby. And you were what, uh, 32? 30, 30. 30? 30? Yeah. Okay. I thought just, yeah, 30, 31. I don't know. He
0: was born in 87. Right. He, you know, I'm not a mathematician. Yeah. I can't do I'm that. I'm
1: eight years older than him. Okay. So I'm nine. Yeah. So I was like 31. Mm -hmm.
0: wow um and tell people how you guys got engaged I like this story
1: well there was a couple of engagements (laughs) (laughs) the first one was um half amazing half just a disaster that's why I had to redo it (laughs) but we had just uh we had just come back from New York uh when we performed at the VMAs Mm -hmm. um and it was the first time NSYNC had performed in years yes um, so it was just really fun and it just very nostalgic and like, yeah. I was just in a really good mood and we went straight to new Orleans cause I was meeting a bunch of my high school friends down there mm. and my, uh, my LA friends were coming also. Mm. And it was the first time that my LA and Mississippi friends were going to mingle and meet for the first time. Okay. And so we went down there for decadence cause I had, that's when I had dirty pop on Sirius XM. Yes. So we went yes. down there to do decadence and do a, you know, a show there. And I had all my friends and that's when it dawned on me, oh my gosh, like this is the perfect time mm-hmm. to propose because yeah. we're in my favorite city. Mm-hmm. I always thought New Orleans would be a great place, especially in Jackson Square, my favorite little spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I just on a whim was like, all right, I'm gonna go get a ring. And I remember my friend, Ty, who's also oh. from Mississippi, but also lives in LA. Uh, we were at lunch at court mm-hmm. of Two Sisters.
0: Yes, I've been there with yeah, you. Quarter two <laughs> sisters. And
1: we're having lunch. And I'm like, Ty, come with me. I, I have so, an errand to run. And so we left them at lunch. Mm-hmm. And I said I had to go meet my old best friend, Brett Cooley, that mm-hmm. I grew up with. As <laughs> yeah, a childhood friend who's <laughs> in New Orleans now. And I was like, you know, I hadn't seen him in years. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go, you know, have coffee with him.
0: Wait, did you really see him at all? No, okay. I wasn't in okay.
1: town at all. I just, oh, no, No.
0: you told a fit.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we ran over and you know got a ring. That's a whole nother story, by the way, too. It's so <laughs> dramatic. It's uh, The ring was a faulty ring and just horrible, but it was the only ring that would work for the moment. You I always used I'm, an onion
0: ring. I mean, yeah, you know? but it was just
1: a placement ring. Yeah, I knew yeah. that. So I put it in my pocket and I'm like, okay, I don't know when I'm going to do this, but it's going to happen at some time the, the, going to happen. Like when it just naturally feels right. right. Yeah. So we're walking, you know, in the French quarter with all our friends and, and I was like, "Hey, let's take a detour." And mm-hmm. I was like, "This is it." Just the two of you. Yeah, just okay. us two. And I take him to Jackson Square, where I always thought I would want to propose. But of course, we get to Jackson Square, and the park is closed. All the gates are closed.
0: Oh no!
1: So, uh, so we're outside the gate, and I, you know, start mm-hmm. talking to him and give my little speech. <laughs> uh, and it's right where what's the movie where they go,
0: Stella. Uh, Isn't it a streetcar named yeah, Desire? Yeah, streetcar
1: named Desire. So where he like yells, Stella. Yes, I've been
0: there with you too. That's <laughs> where it all took
1: place. And you know, there's not many, no one's really around, which uh-huh. is nice. It's very empty. It's mm-hmm. Sun's like setting. Um, and then I get down on one knee and I propose. Uh, and then <laughs> like right in the middle of the proposal, a couple comes up and, you know, taps and he's like, hey, are you Lance? I'm like, yeah. They're like, can we get a picture? And I'm like on my knee, Read the room. I'm like, uh, can I do it after this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they kind of step back uh, and like stare at us as I finish. I'm like, well, this is awkward and like yeah, not, not romantic at all. Um, I would have
0: given them the camera and said, Will you film, will you film this, please? <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: someone did someone took a picture because we uh, have that picture. Okay. So I don't know if we gave it to someone. I don't know who it might have yeah. been them. I don't know. Uh so it wasn't the most romantic, but it definitely it was the time was when I was
0: memorable.
1: Yeah. Very memorable. You know what I mean? And then the second time I did it, uh, was a year later, we were, um, in Africa Mm -hmm. uh, on this safari Mm -hmm. and we had never been on a safari. He's never been to Africa before. So it was just like this really beautiful trip with some great friends. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then it dawned on me like, okay, if I'm going to redo the proposal, it's gonna be here
0: yeah so did you have the real ring i had the
1: real ring and we did this beautiful sunset Mm -hmm. um you know and then uh then i had all these like i had the hotel put all these rose petals Mm -hmm. leading from our door to like the bathtub or had a candles and everything so (laughs) it was so romantic but yeah i I proposed to him at sunset on a safari looking at amazing animals
0: well that sounds like a great proposal. Um, Side note to that, did you see any snakes while you were in Africa?
1: I did not see any snakes in Africa.
0: No? Mm -hmm. Were you afraid to walk outside?
1: Yes. Because uh, of snakes? No, no. no. <laughs> I was more afraid of the lions that were going to eat you. Uh, where we were is a place called Singita. So it's a yes. very small, small, little, like it's only six or seven rooms. Uh
0: uh-huh. um, Were they those little huts? Those little cute, like.
1: No, it, no, I wouldn't call them huts, but they are kind of freestanding. Okay. Right? Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's like normal hotel looking. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, there, there are no street lights. There's no, you know, at night, once the sun goes down, it's, it's pitch black. Pitch black so could you see stars oh the best oh Oh my gosh the best stars and you hear the animals at night but you know at night the lions could come up to your you know place and and eat you so you couldn't you couldn't leave your no your room at night unless someone came and got you with a flashlight
0: does Uh, that scare the lions off
1: (laughs) well yeah I mean they yeah I mean they, they well they also have guns
0: Oh, okay. Uh, well,
1: so if you needed to walk to, you know, the kitchen yeah. or the living room or that, you know, you'd have to call someone to walk you there because a couple of weeks before we got there, um, there was a lady staying there, uh, some German lady that mm-hmm. would not listen to anyone. She was just like, eh. and so she walked out at night by herself and a lion ate her. What a horrible yeah. way to go. Yeah.
0: Oh, um, what was your favorite part about your wedding?
1: Well, I wish I could remember half of it. I
0: know. I I, I bet it's so overwhelming. It is just because there is so many people and so many things. And, and I like, tell
1: people that all the time that like, oh, do you you, you were drunk? I am like, no, I didn't even have one drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, might have had a sip of champagne, and I didn't have anything to eat I because didn't we were so. <laughs> I mean, you just you are so overwhelmed with just. I bet talking to everyone, mm-hmm. um, and it flies by. I mean, yeah. you're just like. Holy crap. How did that just it's over? Ooh, yeah. Um, so I would love to kind of have a redo so I could really enjoy and not worry about vows and all that type of stuff. Just like just have a fun party. Yeah,
0: like I think you should don't do a vow
1: renewal no, because no, no, we no, know no. how those yeah. go. Typically. But for like our ten year, 10 year anniversary. Like just do like a
0: big fun party.
1: Yeah. And our six years coming up. Six right?
0: married?
1: Yeah, married.
0: Yeah. Because our l-
1: 2014 to
0: 2021. Yeah. Wait no, you got married in 2014.
1: No, fourteen, 14 yeah, I got, yeah end of twenty fourteen
0: yes yeah so we're we're gonna we're approaching it pretty soon and your kids go, get a go
1: so that would be seven years yes ooh
0: the seven year itch
1: oh the seven year <laughs> itch but we're already at eleven years together at that point right. so I think if the itch happened it would be just when you're together I don't think the marriage yeah really I don't either part I'm just
0: kidding by the way I don't even know <laughs> um were you glad that you guys televised it
1: yeah well i mean at the end i was at first i was really i was so against it yeah uh one i just didn't want the hassle you know it's like okay and this is an intimate thing because to me like my dream Mm -hmm. was to always have a beach wedding mm-hmm. barefoot with just mm-hmm. your intimate friends and family right. and then have an amazing party for yeah. all your friends. Like that was always my, my dream. Yeah. Um, but when he approached us, um, and convinced us to do it, mm-hmm. um, it became a, a bigger spectacle. Cause yes. I mean, it's for TV now we're gay and we need to, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> represent exactly. Um, but in the end of the day, it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were so great because mm-hmm. I didn't even notice a camera. Like I, re- I really I just, didn't
0: either. Like, yeah. I
1: mean, there were no cell phones or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, everyone was so into it. And mm-hmm. I didn't really remember seeing any cameras. I wasn't doing interviews. I was like, okay, now come over here and yeah, like do your yeah, confessional. No, no, it was just, we had the wedding and they just, they were there to they they document it. They, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just thought it was beautiful. And now we have the most incredible wedding video.
0: Yeah. I mean, I really think, Cell phone should not be allowed pure. in anybody's wedding. So everybody mm-hmm. can be in the moment.
1: It's the best thing ever. It, it really, really is. is. You know, as long as you can, you know, check your phone, right. Cause yeah. you have kids at home, you know, you want to like, check, but like, you know, go to a place and check it mm-hmm. outside. Like of, a
0: phone, like, like yeah. designated phone mm-hmm. area. Yeah, But yeah, I, I like that better. Mm-hmm. Um, so also now we're going to go to the babies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how'd you find your surrogate?
1: We found our surrogate. Uh, and This is our second one. But the second one we found through a company called Elevate. Uh-huh. Uh, my friend, Taylor Frey, he's mm-hmm. an actor. Um, he and his husband mm-hmm. started this surrogacy egg donor mm-hmm. company a couple of years ago. And we were really down because we had miscarried uh, yes. a couple of months before. And we were at Rocco's and Taylor just happened to be there because they live in Palm Springs in Vegas. So they're not, they don't even live in LA. Oh, okay. And so I ran into him like, oh, hey, and Mm -hmm. we're just, you know, they came, sat at our table and we're just, Mm -hmm. you know, catching up. And we were telling them, you know, our, you know, uh, our problems that we Mm -hmm. were having with, you know, trying to get pregnant. And he was like, oh, he goes, well, you know, we started a company. I'm like, no. (laughs) Uh, And so literally within a week, and they had us, our egg donor and our surrogate. And right? it was just, it was so perfect. And, and easy. So easy. They made it so easy. So yeah, um, Elevate was great. And then of course, our doctor, Dr. Gadir, you know, he, uh, he, he's he been with us since day one. Yes. Um, But he's been so great. And, you know, you really, I mean, the doctor's the most important, right? Because they're yeah. the ones making the embryos. Right. Uh, So we were very happy with him. Yes.
0: And he's over at us. Uh, scrc southern california reproductive,
1: reproductive center yeah. if
0: anybody wants to look yeah. up, he is great and we'll
1: you know i guess i should put out like a list of the yeah. things because everyone does ask us like who did you use what so mm-hmm. i think we should like reveal who we think is like just been so great yeah, like, yeah. If you want to do it
0: yes um and what have you enjoyed the process i mean i know it's frustrating obviously yeah. like because mm-hmm. you have to first of all who wants to wait like nine months for the baby in the belly, you know, but you've had to wait years because of the ups and downs with the embryos and the surgery. I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's a lot.
1: It is, you know, it's, you go through a lot of disappointment, Mm -hmm. um, but that's natural Mm -hmm. and it just happens. And, you know, sometimes that I think could hurt a couple, but Mm -hmm. it really, bonded us more. Mm -hmm. Uh, We felt way more like a team when you go through, you know, Mm -hmm. heartaches like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we were scared to be excited the second time because, you know, the first time you just can't help yourself. You're like, oh, I'm pregnant. And you're like telling your friends and like family Mm -hmm. and you know, you're not supposed to yet. Um, But this time we waited like three months. We wanted to make sure that they were as healthy as possible Mm -hmm. and that our odds were, you know, very good, uh, so that we could actually start enjoying the moment. Because I do right. think you should, you know, a lot of people are like, well, don't celebrate too much until they're here. But I think it, you you want that. You want to, to have that fun, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. we're three months pregnant, we're four months pregnant. Look at the sonogram. Like yeah, you're supposed yeah. to celebrate these little milestones in the pregnancy. Of
0: course. Yeah. Of course. Um, and do you know if they're what what are the sex? is
1: the sexes it is going to be a boy and a girl
0: and do you have names picked out
1: we do but of course we're not going to reveal those just yet and I, I we're not going to reveal either. who's you know who's the dad of which one ever I mean we will okay but I, just just think it, yet. I just think it's a fun reveal at some point yes. yeah I'm trying to think if I even know mm-hmm. I think I do because but... we've been so open about this journey because yeah. you know we want people to mm-hmm. we want to be an example you know, yes. we want people to look at us and be like, okay, we could do that. Mm-hmm. So there's really nothing we've hidden. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we want to keep a couple of things of you know, to ourselves.
0: Of course. I mean, I wouldn't tell people their names till they're born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because do you think too, I always think this, um, like you have these names picked out, but then when you see them, you're like, actually, yeah. Yeah. I think this looks more like a this.
1: I know. You never know. And the names that we've been, you know, really wanting Mm -hmm. we've had for years now so and they're great names and they are and they and they still i they still make sense to me so like that's a good thing
0: and they're meaningful yeah you know yeah
1: they are meaningful and the good thing is though because i mean there's so many nicknames you could have right yeah um and we'll probably have our own nicknames for them Mm -hmm. but really when they get older and they have friends the friends are, are is, is who's going to choose yes. what you are called. Right. Yeah.
0: Because also I think that shapes your personality too. I a do little too. Bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like you'd be such a different person if you went by Jimmy or James.
1: Right. hundred percent. I don't, I think you know, if my name was James, I might not have gotten insane. <laughs> no,
0: I feel like James would be like working in finance, Yeah. you know, and Jimmy would be like running a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> not i don't know it's weird how like i
1: mean i do think names really because people i mean just the outside world treats you differently with your name right now imagine your kid named karen People are yeah. just gonna automatically I, I mean it's just so sad what they've done to that it name.
0: Is. Or Felicia. Uh, or Felicia.
1: <laughs> it's like you just have this yeah. already, I don't know. You're yeah. it's it's so sad. Just
0: like when I hear people call Michael Mike, I'm like, oh oh yeah,
1: he is not a Mike.
0: You are not a Mike. Mm-hmm. And sure. I'm
1: not just a Lance, I'm a Lance Bass. Like yes, I just like
0: Lance Bass. Like, yes.
1: I, I, it's it's weird. It's weird just to hear my name by itself. Lance. Lance yeah. Lance.
0: Um, and when are they due, the babies?
1: Well, they are due-ish. I mean, who knows when they're actually going to come, but we are due in November. Um, But twins come early. And I am really crossing my fingers for them to come before Halloween, because obviously Halloween is my jam.
0: What if it's October 30th? Would that be ideal?
1: Ideal would be October 20th, because then... Because then you get to have your birthday party that's still Halloween themed and it gets people in the mood for yeah, Halloween that's true. and you still got a that's week true. and a half until right. the actual event. Uh-huh. But if you're on the 30th, then you're kind of like forced to have like, that's true. Spend your Halloween and birthday together.
0: And then like when they get to the partying age, two days mm-hmm. in a row, it's yeah. gonna be a lot,
1: that's gonna be a lot. Yeah.
0: You know, like people that have birthdays on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah.
1: But if they come November 1st, I will be highly disappointed.
0: Yeah. Well, you can accept. I mean, look, we're in L.A. We make Halloween like a month long, Mm -hmm. so
1: I know. But, you know, I know. I agree. no one wants to get dressed up in Halloween costumes November 1st. No, they don't. That is 100 percent true.
0: Okay, well, I can't wait to meet them.
1: Me, too. I'm really excited.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, now we're going to do some fan questions. Um a lot of people slid into my DMs
1: last Oh week. no potential husbands,
0: but mm. that's okay. Uh Jackie asked, how'd you get Chip and Dale?
1: Oh, it is a wonderful Hollywood story. <laughs> Ready for this name drop? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh Kate Beckinsale, <laughs> <laughs> Um she she called me and she's like, okay, I'm having a problem. She's like, I, I rented the, you know, how you can rent puppies to yeah. come in to your know, yeah. daughter's birthday. Mm-hmm. So her daughter's 18th birthday, and she mm-hmm. thought it'd be cute to have, you know, puppies come and play with everyone. I mean, absolutely. Right. Um, so, you know, she got these, you know, puppies to come over and she realized that they're like a little too young to be just around just kids. People. Yes. Um, yeah. And, you know, no mom, you could, yeah. and you could tell they were hungry. Um, they definitely probably still needed to be on milk, you know, oh. not water. <clears throat> um, and they were given no food, like nothing. Yeah. It was just, it was just weird. So like, it's very strange. Like, I don't trust this, yeah, that is strange. this these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, well, you, you keep them. I was yeah. like, you do not give them back. And cause they had parvo and they had fleas and oh. they were just, they were not healthy at all. Uh. Um, so I said, you do not give them back. You give right. them, give them to me. Mm-hmm. I will, I will find them, um, a place. So she gave them to me and of course I gave them to Lisa Vanderpump. Right. Um, and they were the first litter at Vanderpump Dogs they, before it was oh, even that's open. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and the whole litter got you know adopted so quickly because they were the cutest oh, little puppies so cute. in the world. They are. And uh, the two left were Chip and Dale's one I looked at I'm like oh my god. Oh my god. Oh
0: my god. Well he that beard. Okay. be from LA asks. Would you guys ever name one of the babies Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> you know what?
1: Oh, I'll be. Maybe that'll be the nickname.
0: Uh, you know what? I love that. Now, I feel like Lisa, I mean, that was like such a Well, it would just
1: be name. weird to name our daughter Lisa because you're going to be around them every yeah, day. Yeah, it's
0: going to that would be so confusing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And also like I don't love the name. Sorry, other. I love Lisa. That that are. Are. Oh, thank you. This is great. Um okay, Deborah asks what was your reaction to me catfishing? Uh, no, sorry. What was your reaction to me asking if I could catfish as you? Uh
1: I was like, yes. Right? <laughs> I mean, I how fun. I I think I mean it would have been fun to see you go in as yourself, but it was way more fun to see you right. catfish.
0: But the viewers always saw me as myself. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, totally, like so yeah. you got both.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, <laughs> because of you doing that show. Gen Z now knows who I am. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. Like everywhere I go, and it's always you know kids in their twenties. They come to me like Lance. We love you in the circle. Like <laughs> they're like, just like they're it, obsessed but... with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I love that. Um, Emily asks, "What are you most excited about in upcoming parenthood?"
1: Uh, I think the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, so much more fun. I think. Yeah, because. I mean, You know, the last few years, I say it every Christmas, every, you know, Halloween's different. I always have fun on Halloween, but Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, even Easter. Yeah. Used to be such a big thing for me as a kid because it was just, it was your family time. And the hunt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when without kids, like I lost that magic. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Valentine's Day too. I think it's really
1: cute. And so I'm ready for the magic of being a kid in my life because I, Constantly think I'm like total Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other thing. Go to oh, yeah. Disney with them. So uh, my kids, they have no choice but to love Halloween mm-hmm. and to love Disney. Yes, I
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. And Disney at Halloween the most uh, spectacular so thing much ever. Fun. Um, Okay, Brett, our friend Brett asks, why do you think you guys have worked together for so long?
1: Is this the Gursky question?
0: Yes, this is his Uh, question. Why do you think
1: we've worked for so long? Yes,
0: why do you think we've worked together for so long?
1: Um, I mean, sometimes just magic happens in in, in relationships. (laughs) Like you (laughs) think. Yeah. I mean, it just, it fits. And I mean, you... You do a great job of what you do. And you know me so well, too, because we're friends also. So and I think it's so important that, uh, you know, that relationship when you know someone that intimately, Mm -hmm. you're just going to be better as an assistant because you just know how to think for me. And Mm -hmm. it's really hard to find someone that can think for yourself. Yes um yes. and I know that you can just yeah you you know you trust exactly. me
0: to take the wheel when you exactly. can exactly like do you ever think would you okay say that I didn't work for you anymore, would you want to go younger or would you want to keep somebody that, around the same age
1: ooh, good question that's
0: my question
1: yeah <laughs> um, I'm trying to th- I guess it depends on where I'm at in my
0: like you're career. you're right now if I left tomorrow like right now yeah oh. I would say older uh-huh. is because experience, experience, knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I feel like when you, if you have a younger assistant, yes, they're going to know, have their finger on the pulse of like pop culture and things, but like, they're also going to want to go party with their friends.
1: True. You know what and, I mean? And here's the difference. So if it was for my business, yes, older yes. experienced people that, you know, know how to talk to yes. networks and that type but of social stuff. media, young, but yeah, but social media young. But if it was personal assistant and it wasn't Mm work-related, then I probably would go young.
0: Okay. Because
1: I would like someone kind of fresh and hungry out of college that maybe went to school for business Mm -hmm. or just someone that's very organized. Like just so uberly organized. Really type A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. um, That's just hungry Mm -hmm. to, hungry to kind of like maybe move up.
0: Yes. um,
1: Because that was never my thing. No, and I think that's why obviously we've been together for so long <laughs> is because you were happy being where you're at.
0: Yeah. People are like, don't you want to move up? Don't you want like a, a job where you can climb ladder? And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like I've never wanted to be a CEO, never wanted to run my own company. I'm better as a worker. Being
1: yeah. You know what I mean? Me too. And that's what kind of sucks. I, I say it all the time. <laughs> like I, I am a worker bee. Like I like being told, okay, this is what I need you to do. Yes. And then I'm going to do it in the most professional way. Yes. Um, I hate being in charge. Like I really, I don't, like, I being really, charge, I don't like being the boss. Mm-mm. Um, and unfortunately my life, I'm the boss, the boss and everything. And I hate it. It's yeah. just, it's not fun for me. No, um, it wouldn't be fun for me. I just want to be creative and yeah. you know, do my thing. I don't I don't want to have to run businesses. No, because it it sucks.
0: Okay, Sam asked, what was it like adjusting to life after InSync ended? Was it a, was it difficult, a relief, much needed break, bittersweet, all of those things?
1: Yeah, kind of all of it. It was weird because, you know, the end of in sync, I didn't know was the end of in sync. You know, it right. was always kind of like we were doing a new album mm-hmm. and it just kind of went for a year Mm -hmm. and went two years and went three years. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the meantime, I just always thought, well, that's going to happen. Right. Right. But I was so hyper-focused on my sexuality at that time, because this is the first time that I was able to date guys. Mm -hmm. I was meeting, like I was coming to terms that I was gay, yeah, yeah. that, you know, I'm not going to be able to hide this, Mm -hmm. you know, much longer. So I was really finding myself during those years. So I wasn't even, thinking of sync, Like mm-hmm. I never even thought about mm-hmm. what, you know, I'm in sync because I do. I'm like, well, that's going to, you know, once we get in the studio and start doing the album, right. then that's, I'll, then I'll have to deal with that. Yes. And then hopefully by then I'll be more comfortable sharing who I am. I don't know. Yes. So, it would have been so different because you've never been out mm-hmm. in the group. Right. No. Mm-mm. And on top of that, the whole space journey. Yes. Uh, so there was there was a lot of distractions mm-hmm. um, at the tail end of InSync. Mm-hmm. So I, I really uh my my brain was in other places. So the transition yeah. was just different. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, really quick, because you mentioned space. Did you watch the Bezos thing I did. today? Yeah. Was yeah. It cool?
1: I mean, it was great. You know, everyone, and I understand why people are like, oh, stupid billionaires, want well, not you like you know, solve world hunger instead of you know going on a roller coaster ride to space? And I get that. If you look at it that way, it is like, what a waste of money. But you have to look at it as and this is what they said about the Apollo days and the Mm -hmm. first days of NASA. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, people thought it was such a waste of money. Why would we go to the moon? Why would we want to try to get to space? Like, what what are we doing? But we didn't they don't realize all the good that comes from that space exploration. And this is a little different because we're not talking about doing missions to the moon and doing experiments. Mm -hmm. But this is the first step for us. To get to there, right? You know, this is our Wright brothers plane, you know, Mm -hmm. it's going to get much better, but the space race for these private sector, and it is Mm -hmm. a private sector. So our taxes are not paying for this, right? Uh, But they're creating businesses. It's not Jeff Bezos and Sir Richard Branson. They're not paying billions of dollars for them to have gone to space. Right. And then it's over. Mm -hmm. They have created a company that they're creating space travel Mm -hmm. for tourists which is going to be a thing at some, I mean, it's going to happen. So why not start it now? And the competition is so great because it opens up so many jobs.
0: Yeah. And
1: I mean, the money that they're going to make off of this. Mm -hmm. And again, and it's right now, billionaire millionaires doing it. Right. And people wanted to tax the rich. Well, this is a way that you can, you know, get the rich to pay and put money back into the economy. Mm -hmm. Um, And this will lead to, you know, things, we could finally have a hotel on the moon.
0: That'd be crazy.
1: You know, and we could again. build our own tourist space station up mm-hmm. there. So you can go and kind of live there like a hotel.
0: And how, because <laughs> how, you know, obviously all about this kind of stuff. How close do you think that we are to having a hotel on Mars? Uh, on I mean, Mars?
1: not close at all.
0: Like not <laughs> in our lifetime. Probably in the, not in our lifetime, no. No? Because I thought we'd be the Jetsons by now. I
1: know. And the thing is we could, but... <sighs> Our creativity gets stifled, I think, a lot, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, we have we have technology that should be so more far advanced right now, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, you have you know corporations, and mm-hmm. you know they want to squeeze out every dime of everything. So, like oil, we don't really need the oil these days. Right. I mean, yeah. for certain things, sure, but like our cars and all that sort of stuff, we don't need oil. Right, but. We're forced to do that because they, you know, it's finite. Oil will be gone. And, you know, at some point it's gone. Mm -hmm. So we have to start going to a different, you know, energy source. I mean, look at our, look at our engines in our car, the the combustible engine, which has been here since the early 1900s. It's the same freaking engine. (laughs) What? I don't know what a combustible engine is. What's in your car. It's okay. Oh, no, you're. Oh yeah. You have a hybrid though. No, I don't. No. Okay. Yeah. So same, same engine, it, yeah, uh, and it's just we're so far advanced from that, mm-hmm. and we could have such a cleaner engine and something yes. that doesn't pollute or anything like that. I mean, That'd you see be, it with yeah. electric cars, yeah, uh, but they want to squeeze out as many dollars as they can off that technology before they're forced to move on to the to next. So it keeps us from advancing. You know, yeah. this conservative uh, look at you know business really stops us from advancing.
0: Yeah. Um, what did Cadence K- asks? What are you currently streaming?
1: Too many things. I know, me too. I just started streaming American Horror Stories last night,
0: and you like that?
1: Yeah, there's only two episodes out, but okay. it's it's good. If you like American Horror Story, and it started getting stale a little bit in yeah. the last few seasons, mm-hmm. this brings it back to kind of the original. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the first two episodes, because I think it's an anthology. I'm mm-hmm. thinking because the second episode kind of ended this. I don't know. I guess it's right. a two-parter. Yep. but they go back to the American uh, to the Horror House. The uh, in
0: the first season, the first season, yep. yeah.
1: And so it's about that, but a new story. I uh, like that, yeah. It's it's. I love it. I think do. You
0: think they're going to do that with all the?
1: I think series. So you I know would think saying? like the first two is about the Horror House. The, the second, second one be about like the
0: Insane Asylum. Insane yeah.
1: So I don't know.
0: Uh, Jeffrey asks, "What's your favorite vacation spot?"
1: Oh. I mean, it depends on what kind of vacation I want.
0: Um, Like your favorite relaxing vacation. Relaxing.
1: I mean, anywhere tropical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I love going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. uh, uh Mita is mm-hmm. one of our favorite places to go just relax. And mm-hmm. I just shot Bachelor in Paradise there. Yes. And it was the most gorgeous resort I've ever been to. And oh, yes. You said oh, that. my God. Oh, you showed me
0: your room. That
1: was a- <laughs> it was magical. Magi- it was work. But I'm like. I can't believe I get to work here.
0: <laughs> I know I was so jealous Michael not to go on that trip, but I understand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but with friends, like if you want to do like a friend's trip mm-hmm. and see friends, mm-hmm. I, that, that's always New York, Miami or New Orleans.
0: Mm-hmm. What about outside the U.S.?
1: Um, I love Paris. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've never even been to Paris with Michael. Right. Um, but I guess outside of the U.S., my favorite place is Australia.
0: Yeah, that was great. That mm-hmm. was such a fun time. Um, you went to Paris years ago. Were you by yourself? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I
1: went for Fashion Week. Yes. Uh, with, oh, what was that company? It was a big, I don't know. It was like a big fashion company. It was yeah. online. Um,
0: oh, yes. Guilt.
1: Guilt. Yes. I was there with Guilt.
0: I wonder if that's around still. I don't, I don't know.
1: even know. I don't know.
0: Yes, because I remember you're like, I'm eating by myself in a park. Well, it was, was like, that sounds you nice. know what? At
1: first I was like, I know this is going to be boring, but I loved it to be able to explore Paris by yourself. And this yeah. is the first time I ever got to explore Paris. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been there several oh, right. times, but I've never seen Paris. Mm-hmm. i would never even seen the Eiffel Tower before yes. in person. So I'd go gotcha. to the tower. I would go to a store and get some cheese and crackers and fruit, and then I would sit out in you know the park in front of the Louvre mm-hmm. and like have a little picnic. Oh, it yes. was it was very cool. I, um,
0: it. I did you know that Paris their key, their typing keyboards are different than ours? They are. Yeah, I had to use a computer there when I was there with my mom because mm-hmm. I had to send an email or something, and their keyboards different because they have different letters or different, oh, yeah, like, different words. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, Who knew? That, makes, that makes sense.
0: Who um, knew? Okay, just a couple more. What's the meanest prank you've ever pulled on me? Do you me? You? Call? Yes. Because I'm trying well, to. Well,
1: I well the one to me it's not that mean, but to you it's devastating. Is when I put the dead snake on the car. Yeah, that was mean.
0: <laughs> that was mean. But luckily, um, Amanda, I think it was our friend Amanda. She was like, "That's too mean," and, and took it off. But you guys took pictures.
1: Oh, that's right. You never even got to. No, like, and I want to say,
0: I think that was before the camera phone. Yeah. And so you or maybe it was like in the beginning stages because you took the photos and I was like, I would have died because the way it was positioned, I wouldn't have seen it till I was mm-hmm. in the car yeah. and say I wouldn't have got had my cell phone with me. I would have been in my car all day. <coughs> would have been Like, where did Lisa go?
1: See, in my mind, I just feel like you were in the car all day, but <laughs> now I feel like it actually happened.
0: No, it was horrible. Horrible. <coughs> that was scary. Um, OK, last two. Jess, our Jess. Yes. Asked, what's an unsolved mystery you would love to solve?
1: Ooh. I was like, that's a good one. Because I, I do watch unsolved mysteries. Yeah. As I just got to go to bed every night. Which, the fact that they change the music from no, just, mystery, That's the best
0: part of the it's show. It's the best part. I, I agree.
1: Yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> the best unsolved mystery. I mean, I personally would like confirmation there's aliens that have contacted us. <laughs> I mean, I, that's a mystery that you think would be... Easily provable since mm-hmm. there's so many eyewitnesses and so many videos of this stuff, but like, mm-hmm. where's the hard proof to tell me that that is an alien life form?
0: I agree. I agree. I, I personally want to know who killed Jean Ramsey. That's like my.
1: I mean, I know who killed him. I
0: know. Mean, well, but, but again, I want confirmation yeah. or who killed JFK. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, confirmation. That's true. You could be so, just like with John Binet, we think, you know, the brother did it. Yeah. But we could be so wrong because when I watched Unsolved Mysteries, mm-hmm. you know, oh, no, I'm watching Cold Case Files. Right? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, Cold Case uh, Files.
1: And, you know, you're following the story. You're like, of course it was the neighbor. They saw him burning clothes mm-hmm. at night and there's human remains on the night. Yeah, like, yeah. It's him. And they go to court. And because of one technicality, he didn't go to jail mm-hmm. because one of the cops accidentally talked about his polygraph test, which I right. cannot mention in court. Right, you learn that one. Uh so he got let free and he was a hundred percent guilty. Oh no, 15 years later, the DNA, it was the uncle that did it. Isn't that crazy? And you're just so I mean, then that's and that's why guilt, you know, innocent until proven guilty is so important. Yes, because even when you're a hundred percent like there's no way he didn't do it, yeah, it can there there is,
0: and people sit in jail for yeah. years and years and years and like because everybody in jail
1: is like I didn't do it oh there's people right now because <laughs> DNA is really you know freeing a lot of these people mm-hmm. but DNA is proving that they're innocent mm-hmm. but yet because of the court system they're yeah. stuck in jail I know like it is crazy because
0: you have to like climb it up the ladder and that yeah. takes years and years and years and years so yeah yeah Okay, and last but not least, because this podcast is called "Laugh Out Loud with Lisa, I like to end, you know, ask my guests, what makes you laugh the most? Mm -hmm. Like what kind of stuff makes you just laugh?
1: Uh, I mean, I laugh at a lot of things. Me too. Um, I mean, we laugh a lot. Mm -hmm. Michael makes me laugh a lot. I feel like we're just laughing all the Mm -hmm. time. But what's really making me laugh these days is TikTok. I know. It's funny. I'm so, I just think it's <laughs> the funny. There's so many creative people out there. Such good, talented people mm-hmm. out there. It just makes me die. And my favorite right now is this guy, Jason Banks.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on TikTok, he's Jason Banks comedy. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most used sounds that everyone uses. Uh-huh. I mean, and you'll know it because he, he, plays, he plays his his son and he plays himself and his son's friends. Uh And it's the filter where your, your head is really big. Uh Uh, And he just does these really funny, funny videos of the son who is hilarious and people use those sounds all the time.
0: I will watch it. Yeah. TikTok. Mm -hmm. It's like, the world has so many funny people. We don't just get to see funny Americans. Mm -hmm. We get to see funny, every, everybody. And not
1: only are they hilarious, but the, the musicians out there, I know the talent. Is oh my just... gosh. I mean, some of these videos I come across of these people singing, mm-hmm. I just, I can't believe there's so much talent out there. It is I it,
0: it's almost overwhelming. Yeah. To me.
1: It, it, you know, you see a girl who's like 15 years old, definitely, you know, doesn't even mm-hmm. care to be a singer, but she's duetting mm-hmm. Jesse McCartney right. and just killing it. And mm-hmm. you're like, girl, yeah. like, I mean, it's, there's I, too many, too many talented people.
0: I really also like the penmanship TikToks. What's that? For people like write their like some people have the most beautiful handwriting I've ever seen. Uh, I can watch it for hours, just like writing their names or calligraphy.
1: I used to do calligraphy, side note. Really? Yeah, yeah.
0: Were you good? Yeah,
1: I was really good at Did you
0: have like the ink <clears throat> well and the mm-hmm.
1: the yeah. when was uh in high school I learned in high school
0: if I ever get married I know who's. I I think I
1: could still do it but I have horrible handwriting
0: no I know that's why why I'm in (laughs) shock
1: but with calligraphy you know you take your time that's the thing I have horrible handwriting because I'm impatient yeah literally I'm just I'm impatient Uh it takes too long to write a word that's how impatient I am I know but with calligraphy it's an art so you're like really like concentrating
0: what made you want to take up calligraphy
1: uh, it was a class, and, oh, and so it, was, like, yeah, yeah. it was a high school class that I just needed an elective.
0: <laughs> and you pick calligraphy. That's yeah. my mom likes to do it. Yeah, it's I, fun. Really, it's I'm, really fun. I'm horrible at it. Okay, well, I mean, I think we've answered a lot of people's questions. Well, I hope so. I hope so. And thank you for coming on. Of course. I was so afraid to ask you. You're the person I was the most afraid to ask and the scared, most scared interview I've done. What? I know. Is there, because it's like a professional setting. Oh, my gosh. Oh,
1: my gosh. Well, if anyone can get a great interview out of me, it's you.
0: Oh, thank Bye. you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, right. thank you, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. Do you want to say your
1: be nice to animals oh yeah well one um go watch my show on unicornhunters.com yes um and watch me on bachelor in paradise end of august yes um so yeah be good to each other don't drink and drive take care of those animals i think that's it
0: yeah i think that's it too good (laughs) enough for us okay bye everybody